Welcome back to 30-ish. It's Monday! Woohoo! Monday! Know, I know, I don't know if you're happy or sad about that because Mondays can be stressful. <laughs> and I feel like the older we get, the more stressful life can be, the busier life is. We tend to work more and take less care of ourselves and put everyone else ahead of ourselves. So today we have a really great topic. We're going to talk about me time and why it's so important to your health. But first, let's get into the ish. That's right. Okay, so, y'all, I just read that the North Carolina school systems have presented a policy to use neutral language and not refer to students as boys and girls, but as students and scholars. Um, what do you guys <laughs> feel about this? They're this boys possible and policy? Girls. I think it's silly. It's like, whatever. They're kids. They don't care. No, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. and I'm a parent, and you know, I I think it's I think it's great to allow your kid to make their own decisions. I mean, I have a son, and he's a total boy, loves cars, trucks, and I never really pushed in my mind pushed any of that on him. But he loves the color pink, so it's like we went and he wanted to pick out a cookie. He's like, I want the pink cookie. I'm like, go ahead. Yeah. And that's the thing. If he tells me one day and can verbally say to me, I want to play soccer, he can play soccer. If he says I want to do ballet, he can do ballet. Those are his choices. Yeah. But he's also being potty trained right now and he has a pee pee and he has to learn that girls don't have them. So it's just like, I mean, I'm sure it's kind of weird for you guys to hear that language. Nobody else has <laughs> given me. I mean, it's been a while since I heard pee pee. They have. <laughs> <laughs> no one refers but to they, it as a pee pee anymore. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I say that in one day. But no, but I'm telling you, like, the, it's important for them. We are not genderless. We are not colorless. We are, we are humans and we have to appreciate the different parts of each other. Yes. And I just think, I think it's I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I do Ooh. see what they're trying to do. a campaign speech. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Vote for Maria. <laughs> you might be a better choice than what we have now. <laughs> so I, I think what um, I think what they're trying to do is be respectful towards the transgender community. Yes. Um, I, I personally feel like it, it may be a little too young yes. to to yeah, to kidding. start having kids kind of think that. I think that kids are very smart and and can really internalize it themselves who they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did that. Mm -hmm. I, I internalized. I honey, I knew who I was when I was six years old, running around playing house and being the mama. Oh, I knew God. that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but you know, I I think that it is important, like you were like you said, to still refer to to boys as boys and girls as girls and of course if, if someone comes up and says you know what I identify as this mm -hmm. you just be respectful yeah. of that and totally. talk them through that it doesn't require a policy right, right. I, I, I or even changing bathroom signs or removing right. them basically right I think mean, that's kind of confusing for kids at yep. that age especially yep. at elementary school level Absolutely. I think that's very confusing that's a time when you're taking in all this information you're regurgitating your learning yeah and um, so yeah I agree with you I mean yeah. we respect everyone yeah. but I think at this point that's where I don't the damage can occur so if a girl is running around and like I want to play with my girls and my girlfriends they're is like, a teacher going to come over no, and correct you're not girls. That's that true. child and say no honey those are your children friend yeah, and then children. Scholars, yeah. You know, that's, what kind of damage are you going to implement on these kids at such a young age for doing that I feel like it's just a way to get around the North Carolina bill that they passed that transgender people can't go into whatever bathroom they want mm -hmm. right they have to go into whatever bathroom they identify mm -hmm. with on their birth certificate yes I feel like this is a little bit of a loophole to go I mean, it's also, if I yeah. was a parent, I wouldn't want anyone trying to, like, 
alleviate what I've already communicated to my child. Yes, exactly. If I'm calling you a girl mm-hmm. and trying to explain to them, like, mm-hmm. my little my little sister is actually probably training my nephew right now. Mm-hmm. And I know she's explaining the difference between boys and girls and all that stuff, like, kind of in a way, like, because you're going into the bathroom now exactly. to use the bathroom. Like, so there's some things as a parent that I, if I was a parent, I wouldn't feel comfortable with the school trying to step into that arena. Because yeah. you don't want, you don't want your yeah. little girl walking in talking about, what's that? You don't yes, want them exactly. to learn that too early. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you create little fast asses. Okay. Speaking of fast asses and sexuality, um, another topic that I, you know, I think a lot of people are confused about, and Tony was opening up our eyes about this earlier, is are there too many labels for sexuality? Because there's... I, I couldn't, like, Tony literally earlier, you guys, I mean, to everyone watching, he told us earlier, like, five different names of... Different types of sexualities that I didn't even heard about. Okay, so so enlighten me, Tony. So uh, we'll we'll kind of go through them again. But we all know we all know straight. (laughs) We all know bi. We all know gay, lesbian. But now there is pansexual or omnisexual, which is you're 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 not attracted to a a specific gender, but it's like their their personality and like who they are. Why is that not bi though? But that's yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then there's also asexual and queer as well. There's another name for that. Where, yeah, where you're attracted same. to someone, like if you're smart, if you're smart, and I'm attracted to just smart people, it's just stupid. y'all just, <laughs> I just, just think it's like confusing. who you like. Like it's just it's doing a, too much. You need too much what's, out there. What's queer? Too much. queer? Yeah, what's, what's queer? How's queer? Queer than gay? is is very uh, similar to pansexual, I believe, and, and omnisexual, pan? which is like you're just you, one. you're you're just you're attracted to the person. Okay. Like no matter what gender they they are, you're attracted you're to the person. <laughs> Different words. It's doing too much. I think we all, all, I, all I need to know is I like straight men. So guess what? Hey, straight men. <laughs> What's that? Well, I feel Let's like Twitter. Twitter plug, right? right Thank you for clearing that up. I'm straight. You're straight. Let's have some tea. I, I feel like I feel like at this point in in my age and and my dating life, which is semi non-existent, whatever sexual you are, you come on with. <laughs> I'm I'm with open arms. We are now plugging ourselves on. on the show. I'm but, gonna, I but but I I mean I I don't know I I agree with you when you know if you're attracted to someone and you can see beyond gender and everything like that and you can just love that person for who they are and and still be sexual with that person or, or however have a relationship just be with that person like just we be you happy. know every Period. I feel like everyone has to put a label yes. on something. It goes to this sensitivity issue that we're seeing in America. I feel like everyone yes. is so sensitive. Everyone wants a voice. Everyone wants a place to identify with. So mm-hmm. they come up with all these different little sectors mm-hmm. and all these different little labels. And I feel like we, we're seeing it today and, and politics, obviously, too. But we're seeing it on all kinds of social issues. There's yeah. a lot of sensitivity. So people want to be catered to to every little detail. People yeah. are too sensitive. That they have. Y'all need to get out of your feelings. Lighten up okay. a little bit. Get out of your feelings. <laughs> get a backbone. And just be happy with whatever decisions you make and don't care what nobody else thinks about whatever the hell you doing. And that's, that's what it right. means to be in your 30s. Yes. Wow. Ish. Ish. 30-ish. But I, but I'm you still know, 21. I feel like... You tried it. You tried it. I'm 20. You know, I just got a haircut. I just got a haircut. 
Listen, you be what age you feel like. See, whatever exactly. you want to label yourself, you want to label yourself what you want. Anymore. You can do whatever. Let me rewind back right. to what I just said. Be happy and don't care what nobody thinks. But, but you know, I, I I feel like people people are more comfortable when they when they see you and they they can put a label on you because this yeah. this happens to me a lot. Um, whenever people first meet me, they're like, "Is he gay? Is he not gay? Like, what is he?" And then they try to like ask questions. To like figure it out, but and are they trying to see if they could date you? Because that's the only no. These are why... no, no. These are just nosy people. But that's, oh. Let me tell you, that's yeah, the only reason why nosy. they need to, why they, why they would be even remotely interested in finding right. that information out. Are they if they're interested in dating you? If they're not interested in dating you, they just need to. Well, I think, I think I, I people think are curious out of from. nature, though. People yeah. by nature are curious out of for everything. That's why yeah. when people go what past an accident, they, they stop and stare. Like right. it's just Mind curiosity. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of curiosity, and then that brings me to something else. Mm -hmm. Celebrities, mm -hmm. are we too obsessed, you guys, and curious? And the reason yes. I ask you this is, I don't know if you guys saw an article in the Huffington Post. Um, Jennifer Aniston had put this up because she was so frustrated with the media and people just coming out thinking she's pregnant and just judging her every time she walked out mm -hmm. or she ate something and she was so frustrated with that. So, I mean, do you think that as a culture, as a group of people, are we too celebrity driven? Yes, absolutely. Crazy about it. Absolutely. It's like, it's taken over everybody's lives. Like, I don't care about the pe the the sisters with the you know the sisters y'all know who I'm talking about. I feel who? like I feel like I who you feel talking like, about though? But y'all know who I'm talking about. Who? I don't I'm know not who gonna you're say their names. About? I'm not gonna say their names, but people mistake me for one of them sometimes. The <laughs> anyway, my thing is this: like I feel like I feel like everyone would be more progressive in their individual and own life and in, in the lives of their friends and their family if they minded their own business, right? <laughs> like it, it's 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 good to look at others for inspiration. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm motivated by what they're doing because it makes me believe that I can mm -hmm. do whatever I want to do. But when it's like, it, it stifles your growth and it, it kind of consumes your life and wastes your time, I think it's a waste of everybody's time. But are people doing it because they're bored with their yes. lives yes. and they're Absolutely. not happy with where they are? My what, essentially what it is, is it's entertainment. And as a culture, I mean, I studied um, theater and theater has been, entertainment has been around forever. And yeah. these people have been put on pedestals because what entertainment ultimately is, is like taking us away from our, our lives. It's an escape, so we feel like we we can relate at some like some way to these people. But a lot of times, as actors, we relate to their character, and they're not that person in real life. So we build them up on these pedestals. And so for us, we don't have royalty like they do in you know mm -hmm. other cultures, and that's our royalty. So essentially, oh, it's an escape. God, I feel like it all the starts. devil is a lie. I, I, I call <laughs> none of these reality people royalty. I feel like it all starts with technology. I feel like technology is too available. Especially to kids. Yeah. The biggest money market for any actor, celebrity, performer is the teeny bopper era. And they've got an iPad, a cell phone, a laptop, computers. They drive down Sunset Boulevard or anything, and you see movie posters and billboards everywhere. So it's so much available access to the celebrities and to the trends mm -hmm. and to the, whatever they're wearing or what they look like. So I think it's too much access. I think we need to take that crap away, the, the access to the technology, put your kids in a park. Put them at a beach. Put them outside. Yeah, let's go outside and, and not, play. Not <laughs> like normal so kids. Much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not even parents, kids; it's adults. They yeah, aren't. absolutely. But, but it's a new generation. The though. biggest yes. groupies yeah. are sometimes adults. They're not even kids. Kids are just curious because right. they're kids. Mm -hmm. But adults, you should go to work, get a job, get a hobby, <laughs> get a boyfriend, get a girlfriend, get a life, and go on a vacation or something. Like, get a life and stop minding other people's business. But see, I feel like this. I I feel <laughs> like you have to define obsession. Now, when True. I look at Beyonce. Say. 
y'all know, you know, I love Beyonce. And people may think I'm obsessed with Beyonce, but I'm not obsessed with her. Like, I don't go eat at the same places that Beyonce does. I I don't. Really? You tried it? Show the Beyonce tattoo. I don't have a Beyonce tattoo. I don't, I don't, I don't shop where Beyonce shops. I just, I just look up to her because she is a very hardworking person. She went after her dream and she continues to, to work very hard. And, and, create and and be creative and, and do these things that like you know dropping an album out of nowhere no one's ever never done that you. and and it, it inspires you but i think if you're someone who is who has all this cosmetic surgery to look yeah, like someone crazy. or you're trying to dress like them yeah. or you know you're trying to live be, someone else. be them and I, that's a obsession but flipping through us weekly to maybe find out how Gwen and Blake are doing like i mean <laughs> That seems to be okay with me. It's not real, though. That's the thing. Is like what people need to understand. I worked in news, so it is very, it is selective information. I tell people watch the news with a very open mind and 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 another set of research elements on your back hand. Because if you don't, you're gonna you're you live in a bubble of what people are feeding you. If you want to know what's going on, you go out and you seek that information. But I do. That's why I go and buy Us Weekly. Right. But listen, (laughs) it's not all true. Don't believe the lies. Don't believe the, the gossip. I mean, if you want to be entertained, that's one thing. And yes. it's cool to be entertained. Yeah, you know, it's, it, yeah, that's, that's it's entertainment. That's but what there it are people who take it to another level. So, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't have time for that. I don't even know the tabloid magazines and I know. I, I, know. <laughs> I, I, I know. I don't have time for that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying yeah. to take over can, the world. It can literally drive you crazy, this crazy obsession that we have. But speaking yeah. of crazy, I've got another topic for you guys. What is some of the craziest advice your parents have ever given you? Let me tell you what my mama told me. <laughs> and it has, it has stuck with me. I had a feeling me. Tony was going to yeah. leap out in this segment. It's, it, it, it has stuck with me to this day. My mom told me, she said, you need to make sure you always wear clean underwear and you always put lotion on <laughs> because you never know when you get into an accident and they have to cut up your clothes. Yes. You don't want to be ashy or More have dirty underwear. <laughs> My grandmother told me the same mom? thing. No. My grandmother told me the same thing. You so Your grandmother told you the same thing? Yes, she yep. did. It's yep. a cultural thing. Look, you might get hurt. Okay. You don't. <laughs> you don't want to embarrass yourself or the family. It's How is that street? a cultural it thing? It's, it's a cultural thing because I don't. Only my black friends have mamas told them that. Yeah. Well, you my mama always told me to wear. Yes. Advice? All your black mamas will tell you the same. Wow. Wait, but I have yep. a question. My mom told me to always wear clean underwear, but the lotion thing was never. You don't like, want to be ashy when they cut you up. When they cut you up, you don't want to be ashy. No, but not. She just always said like you never know like what's gonna like you just never know like. Oh, you stay ready. You don't have to get ready. That's true, yeah. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> but the way, okay, we got, so we got similar information, but yeah. the way, the way the black moms have told us, my mom was black, and she definitely told me the exact same, my mother and my grandmother said the same thing because of the same reason. <laughs> yeah. You might get into an accident, or you might get, get, go to the hospital. And you, you don't, don't want them cutting up your stuff, and you like, you send that ashy, and, and oh they like, ooh. I've never, yeah. I've always heard like, wear clean underwear, yeah, like, yeah. draws yeah. clean, but I never, you keep them, you keep, might be in an accident. You keep them knees <laughs> lotioned up, too. So on a cultural part then I can add that uh, well this isn't as crazy as yours but my mom always was like I grew up in a house where my parents drank chai like Mm -hmm. Indian tea Mm -hmm. three times a day Mm -hmm. and I was not allowed to have tea growing up because if I drank chai I would become dark Mm. what? like dark how? like Like dark skinned but don't well then we must have drank the whole bottle of chai (laughs) 
Did you guys like that? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because like, because I'm fair skinned and they want me to stay fair skinned. Like they didn't oh. want me to get darker. I think I think they wow. were. You so know what? I think your parents were slick. They was putting something else in that tea. Yeah. And they said, <laughs> right. and they I had didn't to get say tea. something. No, that's tea. why because there was there was something right. else in that tea besides tea. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Wait. my dad gave me okay. some very Go um, good advice, ladies. Um, <laughs> oh, he shit. said he told and he told my mother this, but my mother told me. So it was like from my dad. My dad said if a man ever offers you money or gifts, you take them because if he's not giving it to you, he's giving it to someone else. <laughs> okay? Get your okay, money, ladies. honey. And be very appreciative. You know, if I said I can be appreciative for, but I never ended up like going through with this. It's sort of like a random, um, there was a girl who wanted to beat me up at school, and she was like really, really tough, and she didn't like me because I talked to her boyfriend. It was just weird. But I came home crying because I don't think I can, like, I totally would get my ass kicked. And my dad had said to me, he was getting so frustrated with me. My mom's like, oh, we're going to have so-and-so watch you at school, make sure you have the, you know, whatever. And my dad's like, fight her. I was like, I can't. So, but it's just, uh, so it's an interesting piece of yeah. advice. And he's like, but it comes from a man where he's like, well, then fight. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know how to fight. She's going to get, this girl was tough. So I had another girl who was tougher stick up for me. Hey. Aww. My but parents you know told me that. Crazy. It wasn't like, it was crazy at the time when they told me because they said, you know, if there's bullying going on at the school, you're the kid who's going to stick up for the bullies. Or stick up to the bullies. See, I tell my stick son up for the kids that. that. And I'm like, oh, what? As like a little toddler, you don't want to hear that. And um, I wasn't the fighting type, believe it or not. And, uh, <laughs> but I did that. And like, I mean, I gained really good friends from that and got a lot of self-respect yeah. from doing that. Girls always so try to fight me back in the day. I had a lot of, I've always had a lot of guy friends because I was a tomboy. I played sports, every sport I could. Um, and I just had a lot of guy friends. But the girls hated me. So they threw rocks at me, tried to pull my, oh my hair. Gosh. Yeah, so I had to fight my fight for my life, okay, growing up. With clean underwear on. With clean underwear on. And money in my pocket with the gifts from the bay. Nobody wanted to fight me. <laughs> well, I was I was always a lover and never a fighter, so uh, okay. I was I was never, well, I was in I one fight. I walked up to the boy's house, he punched me in my nose, my nose bled, <laughs> thought fight was over. But anyway, <laughs> things don't have to be over right here. You can stick around for more 30-ish coming up. We gotta take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. Oh, that's What's up, party people? Roxy Stryer here from The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. We're your twice-weekly broadcast of one man's midlife crisis and the mad millennials in Star Trek uniforms that follow him. And I'm one of those millennials, Lauren Legrasso here. We've had some amazing guests like Russell Simmons, Ileana Douglas, and Craig Gass. Coolio, right? Christian Blatt in the house to tell you to go to thetomorrowshow.com to check us out. We're live every Monday and Thursday from 10 to midnight Eastern. That's thetomorrowshow.com. Be there or be square, whatever that means. Welcome back. So with our busy schedules, it is so important to take a moment to regroup, unwind, and refocus. So today, we are going to give you some tips on how to keep it cool with This Is Me Time. Mm. Some body rolling music. <laughs> So me time, I think, is so important, especially in our 30s with our busy, busy schedule. So I like to actually meditate. I know it sounds so cliche, but let me tell you, waking up and doing 10 minutes of meditation just 
breathing, because they say breathing actually calms your body down, mm -hmm. just gets me grounded for the entire day. So if something, you know, something chaotic comes up or somebody stresses me out or upsets me, I can handle it, you know, because that meditation time that I used really, really just kind of helped me keep calm and, and, and stay at peace. And I don't think I'm the only one who's just saying that because even according to studies and research, they actually say that meditation um, helps relieve stress anxiety, pain, and even, I didn't know this, improves cardiovascular health. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, um, and, and it's easy, you guys. It, it's, I think people get so overwhelmed by, oh my God, meditation, how am I gonna do it? What am I gonna make time? But you can actually do it when you go out for a walk, um, when you're taking a bus, right before a meeting. So you don't so have what to be is meditation? sitting still. Like, is it just like clearing your mind or not thinking of anything, but just being present? Is that what the, de like for someone who doesn't meditate, well, girl, for someone who doesn't meditate, I don't know if you do or not, but you just completely nailed it. Yeah. Well, um, I've heard that I, right. I don't meditate. I pray, but I don't like actually consider that meditating. But I do take a moment to shut down from the world. So okay, if that's meditating. Then I definitely then you're doing do it. It is. It, it really is just taking a few moments, and you don't have to necessarily sit. I think it's easier to do it that way. But you could be standing, and it's just closing your eyes and really just clearing your mind of any information and staying present. So at that time that you're closing your eyes, you're really focused on breathing. Mm -hmm. So breathing in and exhaling out. And a lot of times they say focus on your third eye, which is the, the third eye chakra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing this, you don't want to think about the past or the future, but you're really in the present. You want to think about some things mm -hmm. that you're grateful for, some people that you're grateful for. And, That's and where give, you give recognition in that. <laughs> right. yeah. I do a combo, a meditate, praise. There you go, boom. <laughs> my my yeah, favorite me time is weight training. I love to, after, after a hard day, I like to weight train at the end of the day. Um, so oh, but wait. The rock, so yeah, buff. keep it keep it right, <laughs> keep it Steven, tight. You're, I, I gotta ask you this, end of the day, so I get confused with that sometimes because yep. aren't there certain hours that you shouldn't be working out at night? Like, isn't there like a cutoff time? Yeah, you don't wanna be working out and, and getting your heart pumping two hours before you go to bed. Okay. So if you're planning to go to bed at 10 p.m., for example, you wanna make sure you're done and out of the gym and your workout's done by 8 p.m. So you have enough time to wind down. But um, weight training is one of the best ways to get drastic, measurable results in your body. It improves your self-perception and also gives you a sense of accomplishment. That you, that you did something, you completed something for the day. And you get swole. Yeah, <laughs> you get swole. Um, well, a, so a it's person like me, I, I don't really do a lot of weight training because I'm short and thick already and it just makes me stock and I don't want like a little super power ranger. So well, what you can I do, watch my weights. I do really light weights. If I do them, I'd be like five or eight. But exactly you're still right. weightlifting though. You're, that's what burns the most fat. So what you want to do is low weight, high repetitions. Mm -hmm. High reps doing like 20 reps or higher. But if you do heavy weight and low reps, that's how you build like bigger, your muscles swell up. That's how you yeah. get like. Well, I use so my own body weight a lot of times because that's a lot of weight. It's way more than five and eight pounds. <laughs> but you know something I always wonder too when you're working out though, the mental health part of it. So, I mean, do you think the music really impacts what you're what you're listening to does that really matter when you're weightlifting? Like, yeah, I, mean, I think. Like, what do you what do you listen? Yeah, exactly. What do you listen personally, to? Personally, I mean, music definitely keeps you motivated, keeps you going, and keeps you kind of entertained while while you're doing your workout. For me, I actually like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to like Tony Robbins, who's a really well known life coach. Mm -hmm. He talks about all of life's biggest topics and biggest problems. Um, I also like to listen to one of my favorite pastors, Dr. Charles Stanley. Listen to a sermon while I do it, so I'm like multitasking. So that doesn't slow you down? Not at all. I feel like it makes you Stop and think. Some, I've tried to yeah, listen I, to stuff I like, like that. I have to think too much. When I'm on the treadmill, I totally get into like YouTube 
like speeches at conferences and stuff like that or like motivational podcasts yeah. stuff like that but like weights I'll be like trying to just if you were like getting back at somebody like <laughs> yeah yeah focus on it even if you like, only that's what weightlifting thing what I think in weightlifting right it's definitely a good stress reliever burning steam but even if you're listening to something informative if you only catch half of it or a portion of it that's still better for me than listening to listening to future talk about bitches and hoes and everything else that's not great and productive for me in my life right. it's fun it gets me pumped at sometimes but then like throughout the work I like to learn something yeah. while I'm doing this too. So that's your me time. My me time is all happiness. Rainbows <laughs> and cupcakes. Well, actually, sunsets and cupcakes. Um, sunsets are literally life to me. Um, they make me happy. They inspire me. They relax me. Um, they just take me to another place and make me like remember that regardless of what I've been through or where I want to go it's going to be okay and life is beautiful because it really 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 is and we are a very very small portion of this amazing universe we have so for me like sunsets are everything especially mm -hmm. out here in LA like we get every color of the rainbow and then sunsets and whenever I go like sometimes to New York and I take a work trip I make sure I go straight to the beach and I watch a sunset because it really resets me and recharges me and it relaxes me um I other thing which I can do while I'm watching a sunset is <laughs> eat a fabulous cupcake. Do you Ooh, know that cupcakes are like a that. wonder of the world? They're sprinkles like, are cupcakes? They sprinkles cupcakes. Well, mm. sprinkles is one, but trust me, I'm a cupcake connoisseur, okay. and there are cupcakes and donuts all over LA, yeah. and we have an abundance oh. here, and I'm sure you have one in your city too, but what's amazing about cupcakes is that they actually help you release endorphins, which are like mm -hmm. the happy really? chemical in your body that make you happy and, you know, yeah. get you get you. All we all want more endorphins popping off. <laughs> yes, you just want to be happy. So I'm relaxed, I'm inspired, and I'm happy. And I my, like that. And I'm all cupcaked and sunsetted all right, out. But being devil's <laughs> advocate here, what about like a sugar crash? I go out and I pound well, four yeah, cupcakes at a sunset. Well, I'm happy for the moment. I'm coming right now. down. So you have to there. do it in moderation, <laughs> and that's the other thing with sugar. I, I am personally will admit that I'm addicted to sugar, but that's what you don't want to do. Everyone's you don't want to be vice. addicted to sugar. You want to make sure that you do this in moderation. It's like a treat. It's like a reward for yourself, and that's why I think cupcakes are wonder of the world, because what if you go to a party and you get one slice of cake, and you're like, oh my god, that's so good. Like Maria brings her amazing <laughs> cake, and I ate one slice and I just wanted to eat more because it was more there. So a that cupcake, cupcake fills you up for that? No, a cupcake is a mental thing for you. It makes me believe, you know what? That was like a full cake and I finished that and ain't no more left, okay? <laughs> so you're done. You don't eat anymore. You don't go get 12. Okay. You eat one and you enjoy that treat. You savor that. You you enjoy that. You indulge in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't now you know. more than one. Okay, I want to know how many times you're getting out to see a sunset, though. I go as often as possible. Like, I try to do it at least once a week, if not more, mm. to be honest do with you. Go, so you get the do time. you have to yeah. be by yourself or do you go with somebody. I mean, you know, her and her cupcake. No, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I take I take sunsets very, very seriously, and I usually do them by myself. Um, but if you are special enough in my life, okay, you might be able to watch one with mm. me. I might take you to my spots, and we can enjoy a sunset together. Otherwise, you got to watch it on my Instagram at Naina Drake. <laughs> got some good so ones on there. Date with Naina, offer the oh, first date sunset. But that's her me time. That's her me time. It's me time. Yeah, but if you are special, you might. Come Come with me on a cupcake. And you might get a cupcake. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys. So that's our me time. Everybody Ooh. has our fabulous suggestions for you. Um, we have to go to commercial break, but we will be right back with more 30-ish.
Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. We want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Well, I hope you all enjoyed the valuable lesson of always having some clean underwear on and some lotion. Because <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. You tried it. <laughs> that is the third try of doing this show. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but I do feel like it was a very informative show. It was a great show. Today. Great, great, great topics and banter. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is it. That's a wrap on this episode of 30 is Tune in on Wednesday for a brand new episode. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.